1: Betches media presents
2: if you feel depressed and if you feel anxious and you feel confused you know what welcome to the
1: club Gaspacho police oh my god what a
2: stupid son of a bitch.
1: he believes that it's a woman's right it's a woman's body and it's her choice the Betches sup podcast aura sucker all right. Hello. I'm Elise
3: Morales. I'm Millie Tamarez. And this is the Betcha Sub podcast where C SPAN meets the group chat to help you process and laugh at the biggest topics in US news and politics. A lot of big topics. The, f- <laughs> the feeds are full.
2: <laughs> the feeds are full. We are back uh, with the Elise to Millie Takeover. <laughs> we did yeah. get um, some of y'all enjoy chaos. Mm-hmm. Uh we and did I appreciate that. Positive feedback on that. Um <laughs> please seek help. If you <laughs> uh we miss Amanda so deeply.
3: I know, I know, but congratulations to her mm-hmm.
2: on missing
3: this Everything. particular day of news. Well
2: Conga- <laughs> she's like DMing me like and I'm like, do not engage at all. Yeah. I
3: actually at one point I was gonna text Amanda Mm-hmm. about the news which we will get into today. And then mm-hmm. I was like, "You know what? Leave her alone. Leave this woman vacation. alone.
2: She's in Marseille. Leave real. her alone. She's going to stress <laughs> about it anyway. And She's going to she stress knows. about it when she comes back, so she, she it's knows. Fine. She knows.
3: To, so I did not text Amanda uh, about any I'm proud of the of news. You, Elise. <laughs> so proud. So proud. I left Amanda alone. <laughs> okay. So we're going to start with um some updates about uvaldi and another shooting that took place before we get into what i'm sure you guys are expecting which is dep herd stuff and then a fun game of support or suppress because we get to have fun too
2: we get to have fun too um and you know whatever The takes are hot. The takes are hot today. So let's
3: let's get into it. Um, So first up, Pete Arredondo, the chief of the Uvalde Consolidated Independent School District Police Department. Listen, I am preparing to go to Spain next week.
2: Yes. Look, look, I just want y'all to know. I know that this is very important, very serious news. But that R role, I'm proud of Elise.
3: Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and it's important when you see the double R's to know that it's a role because sometimes mm-hmm. people um, who are not Latino will mm-hmm. bring me up on stage and they'll roll the R in Morales. And I'm
2: like, that's not correct. Morales.
3: Morales. <laughs> not correct.
2: Not right. Um, not right. Not, not right. right. Not right for Tamara's either. Yeah, it's not right for Tamara's. but tell me what Pete Arrendondo did. <laughs> so um, he's refusing to cooperate
3: with the Texas Department of Public Safety investigation into Mm-mm. decisions the police department made that day. He claims that he has talked to DPS every day and that he will explain himself to the families once they are done grieving. So once again, there's kind of weird differing reports on this because... DPS says that he has stopped talking to them, but then he says that he is talking to them. As we've discussed a bunch of times, the police have been consistently kind of saying different things, and then Mm -hmm. it seems like they've kind of shut down after last Friday DPS did this press conference where they were lightly critical of the police response. They were like, they probably shouldn't have waited 45 minutes in a hallway, and now they have stopped talking to them. Very light
2: criticism. The lightest (laughs) I feel like of of the criticisms that they could have got that day. Yeah. Super light light sodium. Yeah, light absolutely. Ni- like a- the
3: language was like they made the wrong choice, which is when I worked at a daycare, the language that we would use to like teach the kids right and wrong in a non-punitive, like mm-hmm. non-judgmental way mm-hmm. is that we would say wrong choice. Yeah.
1: Better and choices
3: said, could have been made. Yeah, and they're like... Wrong choice. And now and they're like, we will not cooperate with the investigation. <laughs> tantrum.
2: Tantrum. Tantrum. Which sometimes happens. Which sometimes happens. No, I'm just like, it's so funny because these are the same people who, like, when there's when there's policies... Like stop and frisk or even the Patriot Act where they're surveilling people. It's like, well, if you have nothing to hide, why aren't you uh, being open? They can ask you.
3: Why don't you open your backpack? Exactly. And it's like, why don't you open your backpack? And you've already school district police department and show us what's in there.
2: Yeah. and, And most of the time people are like, leave me alone. Like I'm just trying to live my life. And in this, it's like, no, you guys actually fucked up. And now we do want to, like, they're liable to us. We pay taxes.
3: Yeah, and I also, I do feel like it's kind of a gross smokescreen for this guy to be like, I'll cooperate with the investigation when the families are done grieving, when it's like, but the families want this investigation, too. Like, these questions are being asked by the families. This investigation is representing these families. So I don't think... Yeah, I don't think that these families are like, what's on their mind is you not cooperating with the investigation because they don't find it proper. I have find that hard to believe.
2: Speaking of like rolling ours and all of that, like, I don't know if we've talked about this on the podcast, mm-hmm. but a big, big fact of... Uvalde being 70 percent Latino and them holding all their press conference solely in English, not yes. answering any following question, any follow up questions like let, Latin media is out there in full force and this police department has been fully ignoring them. Um, and people have just been saying, you know, again, like we always say that this shooting exemplifies 15 different issues, but just that the police have been like menacing these people for so long and now they're supposed to do their job. They're not doing it and they're not even cooperating.
3: Yeah. And it just shows a lack of respect for the community, I think, to say you're not going to cooperate into an inv- in, with an investigation into something of this nature, I think. Yeah, I think the fact that this did happen in a Latinx community and among kind of Latinx people has also made the response and how the fa- grieving families have been treated in this, I think, very strange. Mm. Like, um, yeah, I don't know. Like the fact that they were all standing around outside the school, like begging people to do something, it's very strange to me.
2: Very strange. Very gross, and you know, like this is just an unfortunate situation. But I would like to think that you know, these are argu- arguments that people have been making for a long time about the power police have, their inaction. What do they really serve? Like, do they need forty percent of our budget? Th- shit, like you know, stuff like that. And it's just like people yeah. are asking these questions even more. You know, and
3: just accountability, too, because it's like if you're gonna get forty percent of our budget, then you have to answer questions when we ask you what the hell you're up to, you exactly. know like it's it's like you can't get forty percent of the budget and then also not cooperate with an investigation into a literal massacre
2: in a that school. took place in a school with children, yeah,
3: yeah, so it's just. Uh, Yeah, again, as we've been saying, it really exemplifies a lot of different things that are going on. Um, And it also, until we do something, it's not going to change. As exemplified by yesterday when a gunman entered an orthopedic center at the St. Francis Hospital campus in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and killed four people. The gunman is also dead. Uh, police believe by self-inflicted wounds. Oh, Ten Jesus people Christ. were injured. He had two firearms: a semi-automatic rifle and a semi-automatic pistol. The AR-15 style weapon was purchased the same day of the shooting, and the handgun was purchased three days before. Now, this brings up an interesting point, which is that there are all these laws that could have maybe stopped this: waiting periods, bans, uh-huh. etc. All of those laws are. Put on women who want abortions
2: <laughs> absolutely. They, they fucking damn near banned abortions already in, in Oklahoma. yeah well,
3: Oklahoma, I think is, is one, one of those... Oklahoma is the one that straight up banned it from fertilization. so now it's like, but this guy was able to buy a gun, and that day, yeah, use it in a yeah. shooting.
2: And then and used another gun three days before. So it's like if there were waiting periods or if there's somebody who bought multiple guns, like that's also one of the laws that people have been arguing about is like not being able to buy multiple guns in a like within a short period of time. Yeah. Um also like a fucking orthopedic center, like fuck you. Like this is just as bad. This is just as bad as walking into a school. Like you know everybody in there can't run like they can't exactly they're you're in a hospital
3: exactly to attack a hospital like that's
2: grotesque as well it's like i mean you shouldn't attack anything but no you know agreed fucking a hospital and then the fact that like he is dead because he did it to himself like jesus christ like the cops didn't even do it there like good lord
3: yeah i mean and again it. She's like this didn't happen because the hospital had too many entrances this didn't yeah. happen because of mental illness even though yeah I do think like there is a sub conversation to have about mental illness obviously these people who are doing this are incredibly troubled people who yeah. maybe if they had access to certain resources wouldn't do this but the more pressing issue is that people have access to these weapons and they can buy them and turn around that day and yeah. do a
2: shooting. Yeah. And it's like, we're doing bounty hunter laws on women to not get it. Like, it's like, yeah, you guys have the capabilities to track someone down. Like when someone buys a fucking AR-15, you should be tracking these fucking people down. Because I yeah. really don't know what you're going to do with an AR15. Yeah. Cuz it's not shoot hunting. Up a hospital. You're not hunting. You're Sorry. not going to get a deer. Like no one wants to ha- even even though personally I say it all the time, I know you say it all the time, no one should have guns. I don't give a fuck about hunting. Whatever if you want to hunt like that's whatever, but I just don't give a fuck. And also people who do hunt don't want a deer with 15 bullet holes in it like to hang no. it up in their house.
3: No, that's not how it works. Yeah. And whatever. It, so
2: you don't even need it for hunting. So why do you need a AR-15?
3: No, and you don't need it to, like, there. there's the other argument that's like, well, I want to protect myself against the government. And it's like, I saw a tweet that was like, the government could, like, disintegrate your house with a laser.
2: The U.S. And government... Not even, and not even like leave like with a drone. Do yeah, you know presi- a
3: absolutely. <laughs> someone could just
2: press a button and precision
3: nuke your house. Like you're not an AR fifteen is actually only to blog, be used bitch. to kill your fellow regular person.
2: Against <laughs> like, the government. Um, okay, good luck. You mean the police yeah. that don't do shit <laughs> like sorry. Yeah, okay whatever yeah. um ridiculous <laughs> yeah i i just don't know a situation where it's like wow an air 15 could have helped this like not one <laughs> not one like, situation i mean you know just you know ask people in the middle east um what the american government can do and if an air 15 would have helped
3: Yeah. Yeah. Truly ask someone (laughs) who's been drone striked if they think that having an AR-15 in that moment would have assisted in that situation. But I mean, it's all it's very upsetting. I know this Senate group is still working on trying to maybe get some red flag laws, maybe some of these waiting periods. I know that it still kind of falls short of what needs to happen. But keep the pressure up. Like we've been saying, there's an election coming up we can ask people to do more
2: and again again i know we're like broken record but it's like the democrats should be unfortunately taking this and running with it like these people will not do shit joe mentioned will not do shit Like, just go all the way in. You know what I mean? I know. Like, they need to... I feel like they need to campaign on the fact that it's like, we actually need to neutralize Joe Manchin. Like, we need to
3: get more senators because Joe Manchin fucking sucks.
2: We thought Uh. we could depend on him and we can't. And that was a miscalculation, which many people told you that you couldn't. But whatever. Yeah. And... But it's like, what's the fucking strategy Kitchen table issues. <laughs> like we can't run on those anymore. Gas is nine dollars a gallon. There are no yeah. kitchen table issues anymore. There are no kitchen table issues. Groceries like the ki- are expensive as fuck. Like it's easier to buy Grubhub than to go to the grocery store. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well. Well, the White House announced
3: this week that they are um, starting a month long their DTF that they're starting a month <laughs> long focus on the economy. So we'll see what happens at the end of the month.
2: <laughs> okay. Well, I was going to say they did have BTS on. They did and, have BTS, and um, somebody was like, "I thought it was really ridiculous," but then. 300,000 people are watching the live stream, which is crazy for, you know, uh, like a, what was it, like I think a Facebook live or something with like so, the Gen Z loves BTS.
3: They're popular in a way that like I personally don't even fathom though I do Mm -hmm. like their music. I just don't like I have, I have my Gen Z cousin is a huge BTS fan and has been on that like ride for a long time and I just they have an unfathomable level of fame.
2: Yeah. Also, I will say which I haven't heard a lot about this Tucker Carlson because BTS went to Mm. the White House and talked about AAPI um, violence against Asian people and um, Tucker Carlson was upset and talked about it on Fox News on his program and God bless him because The army, (laughs) the BTS army has been harassing him for days. Um, I really
3: think that if anyone could take
2: him down, it's the BTS army. Uh, and I want to see more of that. We stand with you. Betcha Sub stands absolutely. with Absolutely. Oh, Betcha Sub
3: um, absolutely stands with the BTS Army.
2: Yes. One hundred, unequivocally. For sure. we yes. Stand. And <laughs> we stand. We stand, and I'm just going to say, um, you know, maybe the maybe Betcha Sub is not supposed to be endorsing political whatever, but uh, we do stand 100% unequivocally with the BTS Army. More cyberbullying. Of Tucker, Tucker Carlson, Carlson, yes,
3: please, and, and Fox News personalities in general. All of them need, honestly, they're pro cyberbullying when it's their side doing it. So exactly, you no, know, exactly. they can That's get cyberbullying. Cancel
2: culture when it's getting someone fired. They're pro like there's a black woman on Star Wars now, and they're all fucking harassing People her. Are mean, yeah, yeah. So it's like you guys they don't care about cyberbullying or any of that. So okay. BTS Army, go hard. We stand with you. Also, like,
3: you're really gonna be mad that a Korean pop group spoke out against hate (laughs) crimes against Asians at, like, a very ceremonial White House event? Like, find something else, man. Find something else. This is the... It's the most, like... I feel like unoffensive thing they could possibly have spoken out about
2: yeah because honestly (laughs) the hate crimes against um, a majority of the hate crimes against asian people are like these young assholes punching the shit out of an old woman and like or pushing them down or like you're gonna
3: stand with that
4: Do you have for Dachshund owners? There's jewelry, ceramic, toys, board games, all kinds of fun stuff. A gifting moment is always right around the corner, whether it's a birthday, an anniversary, a holiday, or even just a day to say thank you. Gift mode on Etsy has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try gift mode on Etsy now.
0: When it comes to the plant based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy.
3: The question, you're going to stand with that.
2: Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Let's move on. (laughs) (laughs) Alison really take over Amanda (laughs) Cabin.
3: Okay. Let's move on. As you guys have probably heard from even a cursory glance of social media starting from 3 p.m. yesterday until now. A jury sided with Johnny Depp in his defamation suit against ex-wife Amber Heard yesterday. The jury awarded Depp $15 million in damages, which the judge in the case then reduced to 10.4 million. He had originally sued her for 50 million. Heard was awarded two million in compensatory damages. Um, basically, they found that she, they found in his favor on all of her counts. I'm trying to figure out how to explain this. Okay, they found in his favor on everything, and then they found in her favor on one thing and awarded her $2 million in her countersuit. Um, A lot has already been said about this. A lot is being said. Um, One big thing that I've been seeing talked about a lot is the social media aspect of all of this. I did not realize, but the jury was not sequestered for this trial, so even though they are not supposed to have looked up anything about the trial, obviously, like, access to social media, the way memes were spreading, it's hard to imagine that they didn't get any of that stuff into their feed. Heard is expected to appeal the verdict. Both of them have released statements since then. She, you know, said that she was heartbroken in hers. He said that the jury gave him his life back
2: in his. Oh, my God. He was playing with Beck Beck fucking five nights ago but
3: anyway yeah he also he personally was not present at the verdict he was in europe which i think is like it was so weird to watch because i actually did watch this part live um and i texted you and i was like i think because i was on twitter and i was like i think Depp heard is happening now so then i watched the live twitter thing It was. So what was very odd to me when I was watching it live is just like, because he wasn't there, it was just the camera on her the entire time. And I was like, this is so indicative kind of of what this whole thing has been. Yeah.
2: Which is like, he's not even there. And like, if anyone had an incentive to not be there, it would be her, honestly. It was his lawsuit. He was the one who pushed it. I would would not be mad at her if she wasn't showing up to the courtroom. But she couldn't.
3: (laughs) I feel like when I... I learned new things about the legal system all the time, and I didn't know that you could just not be there. Be in (laughs) Europe. I thought he would have to be there. Terrible. Uh, So, so much has been talked about about this. We're going to focus on the cultural impact, those implications, the domestic violence conversation that that has been brought up by this. So I guess let's start with a lot of people are talking about what this means for the me too movement i'm wondering where have you come down on this where are you at in your processing of this case versus me too and all of that
2: i feel like that you know society it is this is just a backlash right like Like, society has been waiting to be, you know... Ever since the Me Too thing happened, it's not like things have drastically changed for women. Like, women still get abused and stuff. But, like, now people are, I guess, leaning more towards believing them. And not even all people. But it's, like, this whole thing of, like, powerful... People were scared of, like, oh, I guess you can't even hug a woman or you can't even do whatever. like, And it's like, yeah, "Yeah, you can't probably do that without their consent. So I feel like people have been trying to latch on to like something where it's like me too is fake or like it's gone too far. People have gotten fired or this and that, even though like literally every single person with the exception of Harvey Weinstein has been able to work again, has been able to get off free, has been able to do what they, whatever they want and just chill. Like, you know, so there's that. And, I think, yeah, it's just, I don't know. What do you think, Elise?
3: You know, it's, I've been really, I've I've been really going back and forth on a lot of things. I mean, just in general, watching this case, I felt myself evolve from when he was first testifying to really, and and me kind of feeling like, oh yeah, this is complicated. I do have a lot of questions about what I think about this to getting to the end where now that I've kind of like read a lot of people with, who with expertise on this i actually don't feel like the case is complicated no. anymore um but either way i think my feeling is regardless of how an individual person feels like the blame should be parsed out in the johnny depp amber heard relationship I think the way that this case was talked about, the way that this case has been memed, and the way that it's already being used is bad. I think the implication that—because, you know, she was on trial. This wasn't actually a trial about whether or not he abused her. That— has been was, proven. Yeah, I mean, that was found to be substantially true in the UK trial. This trial was about whether or not her statement against him was defamatory. Mm-hmm. And so for her statement against him to be defamatory means that a woman who has a conviction or not a conviction, because these are all like not criminal cases, mm-hmm. but a woman who has a ruling in her favor in the United Kingdom, a, ru- a woman who has... You know, ample video Mm -hmm. and text message evidence. His text messages are the things that disturb me the most personally. I just don't, I've never known a man who talks about a woman like that to not be a scary person. So for me, the texts are really what sent it over the edge and like my feelings about Johnny Depp personally. But either way, she had, with the evidence that she had, it is scary to think that you can be uh, found guilty of defamation and charged with millions of dollars because I do feel that she had enough to be able to make the statement that she made in the Washington Post, which did not even name him. Yeah, And so women with much less going in their favor... Um. I can't imagine feeling like you could come forward with that. If you don't have even more evidence than she had or even more stuff on her side than she had even. uh, Yeah. It's just hard to imagine.
2: Well, I think a lot of things that I've been reading is like, she had way more than the average domestic violence victim because, you know, you're just so shocked from getting hurt or abused that who's, who's thinking to take pictures or whatever. And even like, even his witnesses are like, which is one of the things that can, you know, convinced me or, you know, kind of made it seem like it's so obvious that he's not a good person is like, even his witnesses, pro Johnny Depp people are like, oh yeah, well, we just have to hide all positive news about her because he would get upset and start throwing things. It's like stuff like that. And it's like, There are texts where
3: they're like, Johnny destroyed Amber's closet and you see the closet. And it's like, even even if you believe the mutual abuse tact, which I did for the beginning part of the trial, even if you believe that, Amber Heard should have been able to make the statement that she made in the Washington Post, which did not name him at all. And the fact that women can't even say that I really do feel like is a backlash to Me Too when we saw so many women come forward, some of them naming their abusers, but some doing things similar to Amber Heard, where they came forward about abuse they suffered, didn't actually name their abuser, but probably people in their social circle maybe could have deduced who they were talking about. And now it's like, you can do that, but he can sue you.
2: And 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 maybe get awarded
3: $10 million and you could lose
2: yeah which is terrifying and i think people don't i I, you know i think people see it as like oh finally male victims like he's so brave for coming out and it's like they just have not done any like deep research at all like it's kind of the same thing that happens with democrats and republicans when like donald trump gets impeached and democrats are like oh um this is wrong to fucking do quid pro quo on Ukraine or to start an insurrection. And then Republicans are like, this is blasphemy. And then the news reports that I was like, both sides are a mess or like, this is so yeah. messy. And it's just like, what are we doing here? Like, obviously yeah, people the whole proceeding like,
3: is a disgrace and it's like, yeah. okay, but also why is that the case? And which side, like,
2: <laughs> and it's, yeah, it's just like not really respecting. And it's like, you have to know that people even if it is complicated and messy or like amber fought back which honestly fuck that shit like every time it's just so crazy because it it just remembers it reminds me like before don lemon what became super woke and whatever when somebody was talking about bill i mean bill cosby and was like yeah he forcibly made me you know do something they're like well why didn't you bite it off or why didn't you do this or why didn't you fight back and then or like it's like oh well, if i was getting hit by my husband i would fight back like that kind of rhetoric and it's like here's somebody who finally did and now she's like an you know it's just like there's no winning there's no way so it's like fuck that there absolutely isn't and um it's just reminded me-
3: I've been thinking a lot about how like back in the day with the civil rights movement, they had to like be really, really thoughtful about the cases that like they took. Like Rosa Parks was like chosen Uh to be the one who refused to go to the back of the bus to start that case because she was like of unimpeachable character and was like a little church lady. Whereas there were like previously women and like young black mm-hmm. women who had done the same thing as her, but they their cases were not chosen because they, you know, maybe had like a child out of wedlock yeah. or some kind of charge in their past, whatever, they had yeah. something. And it really does feel like um, this case was like chosen for the opposite reason. Like mm-hmm. they found the most imperfect defendant. Yeah. And we're like, okay, this case is one that we can like, There's a lot of crazy evidence in here. We can Mm -hmm. send Johnny Depp up on the stand and he can do his shtick. He can go do his pirate thing and be like, well, I love wine and whatever. And then say she pooped in his bed and like turn it into this weird circus. And because she wasn't perfect and because there are some unsavory things about her and there are some questions about whatever and there's evidence that she also struck back, they were able to... like blow me too open with this
2: i don't know i wasn't a lot like i wasn't like um obviously an adult when the monica Lewinsky thing happened but this just reminds me of something and i just know that i know we have a Lewinsky quote but it's just like i just know that this is going to be something that in a few years people are going to be embarrassed about and all that stuff like the snl sketches the tiktoks all of that like i know that in the same way that Lewinsky, just because and i don't know i don't know if popular culture because i know that there are many people who not it's not the majority but there are a lot of people who are like this this is fucked up amber heard like wasn't perfect but you know all these things that we're saying like i don't know if there were voices like that pro Lewinsky at the time um so that gives me a little bit of hope that like where there are already people who know what's up and like in the future we can go whatever. Um, But yeah, it's just like unfortunate and, and it's also like years later, people will be able to more objectively see just like, just, like, years later, I didn't even know... All we knew... I was young, and I, I knew that Lewinsky gave Clinton a blowjob. Yes! I didn't even know that he ate her out on a bathroom sink in his office. You know, that's not really... That's not really mm-hmm. common knowledge. We know no. all of her shit, but it's, like... And maybe it is, like, the, this time or something, but that's just something that I keep thinking about, is, like, this is going to be something, like, that people, people are already seeing the truth, and that the people will um, come forward and be like, oh, I I fucked up on that. I hope, you know?
3: Yeah, like it's made me feel kind of... Because yeah, I again I wasn't at the time, so I don't know how many people were speaking up for her. It's made me feel heartened that there is a lot of contempt, like writing contemporary writing about this, where people are like, "What is going on? What has yeah. been going on?" Yeah. But it also shows me that like we're not so much further from that like really shitty '90s, early 2000s culture that we keep trying to be retrospective about. Because it's like at the end of the day, whatever you think about Amber Heard and all of this stuff. These allegations in this case deserve to be taken seriously, and that's what Believe Women is about. It's not this, like, thing that conservatives have perverted it to mean, which is to believe every woman about every single thing at all times, no matter what. It's about treating things women say with seriousness mm-hmm. and um, treating a dom- not uh, Pinocchio memeing a domestic violence trial. You know? Like, <laughs> it's it's sick.
2: Yeah. No. And again, like, believe women. It I think for me, it just does even even more like exemplify why we do need to believe women, because there is literally no incentive for anybody to come forward about. stuff. I'm like, yeah, maybe a small, 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 small percentage of people aren't accurately recalling things or maybe will lie. But like, that's so small. But for the most part, we have to believe women take things seriously. And yeah, like. Even if even if it's proven whatever, we shouldn't we shouldn't be again Pinocchio memeing doing TikToks about somebody getting her like. And the thing is that like, people did see it. Like his people said, yeah, he smacked her, but she smacked him back. Like, we shouldn't. It's not debated of if he did it or not. It's just that she can't talk about it, and I think that's just something that we have to keep in mind too. Yeah, yeah.
3: I agree. So I wanted to round out this discussion because you brought out Mo- you brought up Monica Lewinsky. There's a really great piece by her in Vanity Fair, and I wanted to pull this quote from it, which is just, um, the legal spectacle would be sad enough if it just impacted the personal lives of Depp, Heard, and their loves one- loved ones. It would be sad enough if we just considered how it impacted domestic violence survivors or those who have sought strength in the Me Too movement. However, it's the larger implications for our culture that concern me most, the ways we have stoked the flames of misogyny, and separately the celebrity circus and that just really struck me because I really do feel like if you're someone who's dealing with a domestic violence situation who's thinking about taking your ex to court or who's thinking about leaving or who's thinking about getting the law involved who's thinking about not even getting the law involved but just speaking about what has happened you know there are people who will say well like amber heard got treated the way she did because she's a liar and she lied okay if you i don't believe that but if someone believes that whatever it is still discouraging to a domestic violence survivor to watch a trial like this and to see oh shit if i'm perceived as a liar by the public they're gonna, I will become a billboard. Literally, people will make me a joke. They will lip sync. Lance Bass will lip sync my testimony. There will be, like, I can be made a complete fool of on the national stage for coming forward if I'm not 100% correct and if people think that I'm a liar.
2: Yeah, um, it's really disheartening. And yeah, like... I think something that people have been saying on Twitter is like Johnny Depp did a post and like, go look at the people, go on Johnny Depp's post and see what people you follow have liked the post. And like, that is just a super depressing fact, like because it's it's just like, fuck, like it is the celebrity circus. It is this misogyny thing, but it's like, shit, there are a lot of people in my life who think. That this is okay, or that Johnny, you know, it, it, it's again, it's not just the domestic violence survivors; it's everything. People and love can that be, pirate. People fuck. love that pirate. That pirate! Oh my god! Like kill me, kill me! <laughs> White people should not be celebrated wearing dreadlocks.
3: Well, I think he had to have them because he's at sea, Millie. But.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, like, there's a lot of people who didn't have dreadlocks. Billy, he was
3: in jail. He was in jail for many years, Captain Jack Sparrow, and he had to escape. And it's easier to maintain. You know what?
2: We got to no. move on. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> no.
1: It's
3: easier to maintain dreadlocks when you're at sea for all.
1: God, yuck. <laughs> Today's episode of American Fever Dream is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high end stuff? Moving on to support we're or suppress, suppressed. we're starting
3: with student loans. The Department of Education yesterday announced that they are canceling $5.8 billion in student loan debt for 560000 mm-hmm. almost half a million borrowers. More than half a million borrowers who attended for-profit Corinthian colleges. The school closed in 2015 after Kamala Harris, who was the California attorney general at the time, sued them for deceptive and false advertising and recruitment. This was the largest one-time discharge ever made by the Department of Education for student loans. Millie, support or suppress?
2: Support. I I would like to think that... The Department of Education or the Biden administration feels like they can't just cancel all of them. So they're doing it big chunk by chunk and they're starting with the most arguable egregious cases. Mm-hmm. Whereas, again, people who are public service, for profit colleges like this that aren't even accredited, that people can't even like get master's degrees with because the colleges don't count. This is what I'd like to think. But I 100% support this. I have $18,000 in public student loan debt that I would love to see go away. So I could probably buy a condo or yes. save or something one day.
3: Yes. Call your senator and tell them
2: Millie needs a condo. I need a condo. I need <laughs> Millie something. deserves to
3: live in a condo. Come on. That's not even a big ask.
2: Please. For real. <laughs> I need my own condo, guys. Bet your up. BTS Army, if you're listening <laughs> We gotta get Millie, we gotta get Millie living in a
3: condo. That is not that is
2: a modest goal. Yeah, in this you world, know I don't to have To, to live mommy in a condo daddy mommy and daddy aren't gonna get put, help me put thirty thousand dollars down on a condo. That's not my reality. I need these eighteen thousand dollars forgiven. Support. Yep. What about you, Elise? Support or suppress.
3: Absolutely, absolutely support in that I support anyone getting any amount of student loan debt canceled. I want him i'm I'm waiting for them to go all the way. When is it There were rumors that he was going to do it at the University of Delaware commencement. He didn't do it. Everyone is saying, when are we going to get this that at least the ten thousand that he talked about on the campaign trail is supposed to be coming? And we I,
2: need it because, um, the moratorium ended, I think. Or is ending or something? I You would know better than oh, me. It's oh, to, it's to August, my bad. It's to August. So. Yeah,
3: so that's like, maybe they're going to wait until August, but I don't know. I'm also,
2: I'm glad that Kamala gets to have a little moment here. I, feel like I know, did. I feel like they don't really bring her for anything besides don't come.
3: Yeah, yeah, they send her, I mean, they literally give her, I mean, I guess that is, that is what being the vice president is, is that you eat shit yeah. for the president all the time. It's like literally what Veep is about. But it is nice for us to get a little reminder of the Kamala AG energy mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. for when she
3: was a good cop.
2: When she was a good cop. <laughs> Listen, I uh, one of my favorite things is uh her questioning Brett Kavanaugh. Yep. One yep. of My favorite things.
3: Yes, that I miss. We've talked about it before, but I do miss that energy, and it's like it's hard to begrudge having the first woman vice president, black woman. And, it's, and as a black woman, as like it's hard to begrudge all of the like things that she ha- is by taking that position. But sometimes I do miss her in roles where you get to like see her in action, I don't know, where she gets to yeah, where she gets to be in the Senate and like actually question these people or whatever before people yeah. like
2: shitted on her for getting a three hundred dollar pen. Which honestly is a really Reasonable price for a Le Creuset Yeah Yeah, and also like pans are investment Pans are those kind of pans Are investment honestly Don't even get me started on pans because There's an Instagram pan That goes to shit after a year And I'm like damn Should have got a Le Creuset
3: Listen I put some Le Creuset on my wedding registry And it's all great Yeah I did I got a crock pot for you like uh or sorry a dutch oven dutch I guess. oven a caldero
1: a in caldero seven. yeah
3: <laughs> um all right on to our next topic the mona lisa if you haven't already heard a 36 year old man dressed as an elderly woman in a wheelchair last week got close enough to the mona lisa to smear it with cake while doing so, he said, "Think of planet Earth. There are people destroying it." He was arrested and taken to a psychiatric infirmary. The painting is in a glass case, so it it's fine. <laughs> you can—they've they, actually like already accounted for that some people might try to smear cake on the Mona Lisa or attack it. Um, support or suppress?
2: Um. I'm kind of divided on this because I'm just like, I don't understand what the Mona Lisa has to do with planet Earth. Yeah. There are like, like if he did this to the vessel in Hudson Yards, there are like better displays of damaging planet Earth than the Mona Lisa. Yeah. Um, What is the carbon footprint on the Mona Lisa? I feel like it's low. It's very low. And also, um... You have to wait in line to see the Mona Lisa. Like, you can't just walk up to it. You have to wait in line to take a selfie with it or whatever, which a selfie with it's a little nuts. Um, but so I'm just like, this guy waited in line with a piece of cake. He walked through the Louvre with a piece of cake. Um, it's just he does need to go to a psychiatric infirmary. I'm going to say, I guess the press.
3: Yeah, I'm going to suppress just because I don't think that the Mona Lisa needed to be brought into this, like support the cause, but suppress the method because, yeah, she's a very small painting from a long time ago. I just don't understand. I mean, I'm sure there's some sort of cost to her upkeep, maybe.
2: I don't think so. I feel like the Louvre charges so much money and it has a bunch of old shit in it and honestly the Mona yeah, Lisa I just wonder is like, like what famous. if there are
3: fossil fuels used in the upkeep of the Mona Lisa I'm not really sure but I, I mean feel to like, run the
2: building maybe yeah yeah but I
3: just feel like the average person probably has a way bigger footprint
2: than the Mona Lisa than the Mona Lisa <laughs> if you ever see the Mona Lisa in person the cool thing about it is not actually her but it's The thing that makes it a remarkable piece of art is the landscape behind her. It's like you can see the valleys. And that was like the first time that anyone ever painted like that. So if anything, it is a celebration of planet Earth. So for that, I say 36 year old man dressed up as an elderly woman in a wheelchair. Suppress. Suppress.
3: Yeah, we're going to suppress that one. All right. Final story. A man whose legal name is Santa Claus is running for Alaska's only house seat. He's not accepting any fundraising and he says he will only spend $400 (laughs) of his own money on the campaign, which I think rocks. He does look like Santa um, and he calls himself an independent, progressive, democratic socialist with an independent affinity for Bernie Sanders. He literally tells people to go to Bernie's website if they want to know his platforms. (laughs) Uh, Sarah Palin is also running for the seat The primary is August 16th Support or suppress?
2: Support, man Honestly Support I think Honestly, this guy named Santa Claus Is a better candidate than Sarah Palin Uh, I don't know if you know this about me My first ever protest uh, was Sarah Palin Sarah Whoa. Palin speaking at South Coast Plaza in Orange County, California. I got me and my the activist club of my college campus. we all drove um and protested Sarah Palin speaking at this hall.
3: Yeah, I I feel like I would guess I would rather have Santa Claus in there than Sarah Palin. <laughs> I my guess would be that there's probably another candidate who doesn't. Have the legal name Santa Claus, um, that also maybe has some good policies. I'm not 100% up on this race, but if it's between <laughs> Santa Claus and Sarah Palin, Santa, Santa Claus, Claus all the way,
2: Santa Claus, uh, jingle all the way. Is J- J- yeah, if it's between Santa
3: Claus and Sarah Palin, <laughs> jingle all the way.
2: <laughs> uh. <laughs> That's great. I think I think we're going to call it there. Yeah, let's just um, call it, Elise. Let's call it. We've had quite a day. We've had we've quite a, a day. We've, we've done, done a, lot.
3: a lot. We've done a lot. The feeds are still hot. And guys, until the end of democracy, I'm Elise Morales. I'm Millie Tamaras.
1: And this is the Betches Up podcast.